What's going on? Today is Thursday, December 28th, 2023. Um, man, Christmas is over. New Year's is coming. I guess this is probably our last stream for 2023, actually, right? Yeah, our last one. That as you oh. say, yeah. yeah. Final stream, final stream. <laughs> final stream <laughs> of 2023. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about the challenge tonight. We have two episodes to talk about tonight because we took the week off last week, of course. Um, so we're getting caught up on everything that's been going on with the challenge 39. Um, yeah, you know, I know uh, some people aren't really loving the season, but I am excited to talk about it with you guys at least and get into some of this stuff. So, oh, yeah, um, chat, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a great chat. It's going to be a great chat. You know what? Let's well, just. We yeah, well, we hope so. We hope so. Well, let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. <laughs> All right. My name is John Dumphy Judea, of course, standing my queen, Mariah, joined as always by my rider dies, Mr. Kyle Petty Young, standing, of course, Kyland Young, who had a big elimination win in the Hell first yeah, release episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and of course, Gina Morgino Kaiser, standing the lovely Olivia Kaiser. Um, and we are Strat Chat, your favorite reality TV podcast. Find us on all the socials everywhere at Strat Chat Pod. Uh, you know, Throw us a like, send a comment. We love to hear from people. We love to hear, you know, get conversations going. Uh, and of course, follow us everywhere. Subscribe. Um, head over to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a really nice review. We would really appreciate it. It's very helpful. Does a lot for the podcast. So, um, yeah, that's us. And now we are going to be getting into episodes ten and eleven of uh, of the challenge thirty nine. It feels like a lot happened and also nothing because we had two daily challenges. We had two eliminations, and yet we have the exact same cast still. No one has gone home. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Yeah. I, Me, I, I feel the... like... Go ahead. Like, th this, this is one of the things for me that's kind of like making this season a bit of a trudge to get through. Because it, was it Ride or Dies that we were calling the never-ending season? This feels like Ride we're headed... Dies and or Spies, Lies, and Allies. I think all of these um, but the, the, this, this iteration is ex exceptionally long. <laughs> but th this feels like we're treading into that direction where like every time someone would get eliminated, a new team would come in. So the numbers were never dwindling. We were just constantly getting new people coming in to replace the old people. Now we have all of these episodes happening, but nothing's actually happening because nobody's leaving. And like, it's not like I'm... It's not like I was begging for Kylan to go home, but like I, I don't want to be in a situation where like months from now we're like, how are we still watching the season because no one's gone home in like four weeks? You know, yeah, we've had sixteen since before Christmas. Right, right. I think we got to the first right. daily challenge, and I think that TJ said like, "All right, we're halfway through the game," meaning like half of the players have gone home or whatever. Uh -huh. And it's like, so two episodes into the halfway point of the game, we're still only. Halfway through the game. Halfway, right. <laughs> right. We have not advanced um, at all. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I actually, I think like, I kind of think the way I want to do this, if you guys don't mind, is like, just talk about both daily challenges, both eliminations and like what happened. And then we can get into like all the different opinions we have, all the drama. Uh, and we can kind of just like talk about like all that other extra stuff. But like, just to like be kind of like, you know. Kind of organized let's just talk about like sure. the first daily challenge uh this one was skyball 
which I feel like that was, that was the first daily challenge, which I felt like we saw um, we've seen in like trailers and stuff like that. It's with these big hanging spheres with the balls in them. Um, and I was expecting like a pretty intense daily challenge here. And it didn't really match my expectations to be totally honest. I like, I don't even remember. <laughs> like remind me what this one was. I don't even remember. So they like were, oh. no, no. Well, so they were split into two teams, blue, blue team, orange team. They each had this big hanging sphere. And then on the ground, there were these pyramids. Half of the team for each team was in the sphere they had to throw these balls out, and then the other half were on the ground having to feed the balls into the sphere. And I think they yeah, had to yeah, yeah. get like a code first, which was chaos. And then once they opened uh, the doors using that code, they could race to get the balls into the pyramid the fastest. Um, yeah. Kyle, you're shaking your head. You didn't, you didn't like this one, did you? Well, you know, I imagine maybe that that'll be a little bit more fun to watch if you're actually there. But like at home, like mm. it's like okay, so people are just swinging in a ball, not doing anything until it's time to throw the balls out. Like I don't think that they actually had to do anything like other than that. That's not interesting to me. Like it's not like you're sitting at home. Like especially when you came from Reindeer Games, where like these were games you could watch and like they may have been simpler, but they were exciting because you could cheer like, oh my gosh, like what is going to happen? What's going to happen? It's like, I don't care about four people suspended in the air, throwing balls out of a hole. Like that's <laughs> not exciting. Like as far as where you are with this puzzle, that's not exciting. Um, ugh, it's, just, it's just not fun as a viewer. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that I couldn't even remember what the challenge was should tell you all you need to know about how exciting it was to watch. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a good watch. Um, but it is equitable, if you want to bring it to that part of the argument. Like, yeah, you know, okay, it mm -hmm. could have gone any way. Right. Not really what I'm looking for on the challenge, though. Honestly, I'm not really looking for equitable on the challenge. Um I'm expecting things to have varying degrees of difficulty because it's supposed to be a more physical show, you know? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. We just uh, want um, game makers. <laughs> um, I think Sri and Alicia would have been fine with sweet <laughs> and tossing some, you know, <laughs> tossing balls out of a hole. Uh -huh, like, uh -huh. Not, It's just not fun. Not fun to this environment. Um, yeah, I was expecting something different, different for this competition when we were seeing it in trailers and commercials and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a letdown when we actually got, kind of saw what it really was. Yeah, so. they made it look like this is going to be like high times, super exciting. And like, honestly, when I think back to the Challenge USA and they were doing like trivia, like on that sliding glass thing, that was more mm -hmm. exciting to watch than even this. Yeah. Um, if you're going to put people in the sky... At least, I don't know. Like, like raise the stakes a little bit. <laughs> right. Like, you, all the challenge does is put people in the air. And I've seen far more engaging competitions than this one. So, yeah. No, definitely. Um, bong bong from the Petty Young House. <laughs> <laughs> um, once again, we did have these random teams that were drawn for the blue team and the orange team. And we had random teams again in the second daily challenge, which we'll eventually get to. But I don't really love this random selection thing i know we, we, we well, hold on hold on hold on but i'm just saying i'm just saying regardless of whether we think they're legit or not mm -hmm. i feel like i would much rather see like by chance two team captains get picked and then have to select their teams yeah. i think that would be more interesting um like you know 
again, regardless of whether we think that the random selection is random or not, like I think that that's more fun to me is just picking two team captains that then get to kind of show their cards about like who do you want to play with or why aren't you selecting this person? Do you want to have a friend on the other team to protect you just in case? Like you know, I like, like to speculate about things like that. Um, I, I don't like. I, do I feel like, like that. yeah. So then, if if they were to do something like that, since we're speaking in hypotheticals, what would you propose then would be the selection process for the captains? Like, how do we get to that point? Um, because what I well, what I haven't been enjoying about the randomness of this is that because these are all people who have not. They're, they're not super seasoned in the challenge. So like whatever alliances they have are much thinner than some of the, the alliances that we've seen in the challenge before. Right. So yeah. that, that yeah. does kind of make it fun that it's random because like it really could go any way and almost kind of does feed into the equitable end of things. But like, how would we pick the captains then? Um, I I'd like to see TJ like tell everybody maybe before the competition, like it's a men's day or it's a women's elimination day. And then only those people get to be chosen as captains, you know, so like kind of like their fate is in their hands a little more. And maybe you okay. have two allies so that men being captains on men elimination days and then women on the other. Right. Cause like, could you imagine like, we know that like Olivia and Norris, for example, are working really closely together. Now let's say it's a women's elimination day and they're chosen as the captains, So they're on opposite teams. Or something, you know, they're going to want to fight to have their own allies on the team, but they have the same allies or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just that could make things kind of interesting to me, I think. I, I don't know. Mm, mm. I don't hate it. I, I definitely don't hate it. I Actually, in that scenario, I would want the captains to then not be chosen at random. I want production fucking around. <laughs> like, they're listening. <laughs> they know how some of these alliances are going, and that's how they're picking captains. That would make it fun. Owl... Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was waiting for you to see that. Yeah, it, like, <laughs> all right. This is total poppycock. All right. <laughs> they need to incorporate the hopper. That hopper was never real. All right. They, you want to talk about Shedman again. Exactly. That got you with the okie doke. <laughs> <laughs> if you thought that any of that was real, and like, oh, honestly, come on, get it together, Owl. What are you watching? What are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, so in this competition, the orange team, uh, it was Emmanuel, Zara, Horacio, Asaf, Mariah, Colleen, and, uh, Raven and Jay. Um, the blue team was Kylan, Michelle, Narice, James, Corey, Ed, Berna, and Olivia. The orange team wins. Jay really, uh, did, I think a great job collecting the balls, making sure they all got into the pyramid. He did have a good, good moment here. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, orange team wins. And they pretty much all decided that they were going to send, um, I think it was Kylan in, right? For this for this first elimination, with the yeah. only person protesting being Horacio. Kyle. <laughs> and Kyle. <laughs> and Kyle Petty Young. And Kyle Petty Young. <laughs> um, Horacio, by, he was very surprised by Jay uh, not backing up Kylan more. Um, I don't know. Was that was that uh was that surprising to you at all that Jay didn't he, he kept saying that he didn't want to face both Kyland and Horacio in a potential final. Uh so he wanted to try to break them up and get one of them out. So he decided he wanted to take the shot at Kyland. But I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Jay is never gonna go against the grain. That's the bottom line with this guy. And that is what kind of irritates me so much about him on this show in this season. Like I, I began 39 thinking like, okay, this is Jay's chance to kind of get his 
get his due, you know, because he definitely was shafted on so many seasons before this, like always like an early out, always a target from the very beginning. And honestly, this is giving me a peek as to why that all went down the way that it did. Um, this man is an irritant to the nth degree. Um, and like he is <laughs> he is never actually going to back a sinking ship, right? He's not loyal like that. I would love to see what's happening if, if a soft starts going down. I don't see a world in where Jay is like, oh, um, let me stick up for my friend. I see him every single day. I see him every single day. I think he's going to tell him to fuck off because that's how Jay is. <laughs> like, Jay sucks. <laughs> Sorry, didn't shock me at all. Jay is loyal to no one but himself, which in these games you can't necessarily say is a complete negative, right? You've got, you've got to look out for number one, all right? If, if you don't want you to win, then what, you, what the hell are you doing there, right? But yeah. Jay... Uh, you also need numbers to get to the end. And at this stage, that's not that. And like your your lack of loyalty, if it doesn't hit you now, it's going to hit you in season 40. I mm. also too, like because of the format of where we are right now, because this game is kind of sectioned, the section that we're in right now, because you have these mercenaries coming in, because there is no guarantee that the people you're putting down are actually going to be leaving, I don't know if now is the time to make that kind of a move. You know what I mean? I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But like not knowing what's coming forward. See, I, I almost feel like for somebody like Jay, that for some such a big talker, that's almost that's almost something to hide behind. Oh, I, I don't want to do it now because I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And it's like mm, that just enables you to be a pussy. Um, so either like step up and be like be the warrior that you claim to be. Like you act like you're such a fucking badass, you know, and like, but you're not because every decision you make is pussy driven. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. No respect for Jay in the Petty Young House. Yeah. None. Um, None. No, no, I hear you. It's funny too because there was like, I think there was one whole episode that was literally titled so flip floppy, like the challenge titled an episode after that because of Corey. And I feel like Jay is like the biggest uh, flip flopper around. Right. I don't really know why Corey is getting that reputation, by the way, which means so flip floppy. I, I think that that man, for better or worse, and I sometimes I think against himself, he's been pretty honest. Like, let's yeah. not forget when he blew up that whole, like, Big T and Melissa thing. Like, how are you saying this is a flip-floppy man? He flat out said, I ain't working with y'all. I played <laughs> y'all. Yeah. I played y'all from go. You know, here it is. And everyone hated him for it. But now all of a sudden, he's a flip-flopper. I'm sorry. Ain't no flip-flopping after that, right? You are <laughs> dead set on this other side. <laughs> like, like, that's it. Like, you, yeah. there's no what. There's no road back. So, like, leave my it's guy been, alone. Leave yeah, alone. it's... I will say too, like it's. I thought that Corey's game was dead. It felt like everybody was coming after him. Like all eyes were were on him, and right. suddenly, suddenly, his game has been totally like rejuvenated. Like he feels like he's in a pretty good spot now. All of a sudden, yeah, um, yeah. To the point that like I, I actually kind of feel bad that I dropped his name because you know I, I have been a Corey Lay fan from the beginning, and I did drop his his name because I just really felt. It wasn't going well, you know. I was like, it was, well, but I, I also kind of feel like bleak. I don't want to attach my name to a sinking ship. <laughs> it was bleak, you know, it was bleak for a while, right? I feel like Many he got really lucky though, because like the, the people that were 
the most against him are the two people that immediately then left. So I think he was kind of lucky in the way that like these eliminations panned out that like, yeah, now he's not on the chopping block. The two people he burned are gone, you know? Right, right. Um, I think it's also worth mentioning though, like the rejuvenation of his game. Like sure. this was somebody who was absolutely on the bottom and somehow, you know, we didn't get to see a lot of it in the edit. But no one's talking about this man anymore. All of a sudden, right. he is super, super safe. There's something to be said for that. Right. Because I don't know, like, what, didn't Michelle even say his name at a deliberation at one point? Like, and Michelle and him are, like, supposed to be, you know, very, very close. Like, I feel like he was in danger with a lot of people. And I don't, like, like, I know that he had the, the friction with Big T and Melissa, but I feel like he kind of threw them under the bus in order to help save his game. Like, I don't think that they were the ones that were, like, putting him in danger. I feel like he was already in danger, used the relationship that he had with Big T and Melissa to get them out, and now it's kind of, like, helped him. I feel like his own alliance was really gunning for him for a little bit there. Like, I don't think that it was Big T and Melissa that he had to oh, worry about. it wasn't about. solely them at all, no. No, it wasn't. It was... But there, there was something there about the way that people were viewing him playing the game socially that were yeah. like with starting to view him as untrustworthy, you know, because of the way he handled the relationships with Big T and Melissa. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's interesting that even despite that, that seems to now be reversed. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. certainly worth mentioning, you know. Um, this is somebody that no one no one liked his behavior in that deliberation, but no one has said his name since then. Right. Yeah. That is no, for sure. Beyond for sure. worth mentioning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but all right. So let's uh let's talk about uh, you know, we had Kylan going in, chosen by the orange team after this da uh, daily challenge. So we knew that he for sure was gonna be down in the arena. Um we had a deliberation and you know, Mariah has been very close to James. She tried to make a deal with Narice at one point, saying, listen, you don't say James's name. I won't say Horacio's name if I win. Um, she was trying to run around, make uh, a bunch of deals with people. And there was some, it was a, it was a tense conversation between Mariah and, and Michelle at one point about, um, you know, like how she's making all these deals for James. And people have been looking at her like Mar Mariah. Are you working with this alliance or are you working with James and also Zara? Because James and Zara are, you know, very close as well. Um, and then in that deliberation or in the nomination ceremony or whatever you want to call it, it was uh, James's name overwhelmingly with just Ed. Uh, uh, it was Ed's name was put out by James and Kylan. But Kylan really only threw that name out once James was locked in. Um, so what do you think about this? Uh, this ride or dies season 38 women's alliance right between olivia michelle narice um raven and mariah and like they all threw james's name in what do you think about this what do you think about mariah's game is she in trouble here i think she this, could be in some this trouble. alliance is a disaster <laughs> full-on disaster <laughs> it really is <laughs> tell oh us why God. Tell us why they like. I yeah. feel like from from the moment the alliance was formed, they were fighting against each other. Like I don't think this was ever going to work in any sense with anybody. I can't wait for it to properly implode. Like oh, I can't yeah. wait. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. And like there are so many things I have to say about Miss Raven. And like I'm just waiting till we get to her elimination. Sure. Um, oh wow! I, I, I had a feeling we would have some some thoughts. 
on that. You mean, oh wow, John? You know me. I'm just, long. I'm just excited. Gonna, yeah, you. I'm just excited gonna, to hear it. Boo his hiss. Oh, her. as that was happening, I was like, win. I cannot wait to talk oh, to Kyle about this. Oh, I am fired up. Right? <laughs> Listen, I'm just, I'm just excited for it. That's why I'm saying, oh wow. That's all. That's all. I will That's say all. that I do agree with Kyler here, saying that um, you know, I like Mariah. You know, she's basically like, hey, he is my fuck buddy. He's my number one now. I'm here for it. I'm here for it too. Like, <laughs> I do like the shift. Like, listen, that's my guy. Because I want everybody to stop talking about the Mariah and Johnny Bananas thing. Like, it's a real fucking thing. Like, um, I didn't it's actually airtime watch... this relationship has gotten. <laughs> yeah, it's like so ridiculous. Like, this was never like a real relationship. I saw nothing of this. Like when when bananas was dating more. Morgan, you know, from BBOTT, like we saw Morgan on his socials, like we saw that was actually like a real relationship, things mm -hmm. were actually going on there. This was never anything real. Like maybe they what slammed a couple of times because they're in this house in this hyper pressurized situation. But like, let's not act like I do not see bananas and Mariah going out for nobody dinners or anything <laughs> like that. Taco <laughs> Tuesday, they're not participating in these events <laughs> like because it's not real. Not I have I have a couple of a couple of thoughts on this also because okay we we like to talk about production and their shenanigans right of course and it seems like every vet every vet that's coming every champ that comes in shenanery <laughs> every uh, champ that comes into an elimination makes a comment about James and Mariah. And there's a part of me that wonders, is production getting ready to set up like a battle of the X's type thing? And we're going to see a Mariah and Bananas uh, duo on Probably. a season coming up. <laughs> you know what I mean? If that was the end game, I would actually accept that because then we can actually get some more mileage out of some of these other like failed relationships. Like then I want to see, <sighs> I hate that I'm going to say this especially oh. on my birthday eve but if we're going to do battle of the exes then i do want to see tori and jordan <laughs> <laughs> but because it's yeah. set up to be a failed thing <laughs> you know? like i want i would want to see more of those things but like I, I i don't know what the point of that is and like with tori um i saw a clip when i'm during the melissa elimination where Tori was like, oh, he's heartbroken. He's heartbroken. It's like, what yeah. are you talking about? First of all, how does he even know? How does he even know? Who told him? Who told him? And I'm like, what? You think that Johnny Bananas is sitting at home, like, lamenting the <laughs> failure of his <laughs> faux relationship with Mariah? Like, please. Like, this is not a man who, like, laments anything like that. Um, um, oh, my God. Johnny Bananas, got, he's got options. He's got options. Come on. Let's be honest here. He's he not has crying. So many options, honestly. <laughs> and I would like to put myself at least in a, in, in a, in a single-digit position on oh, the list of options. All right, I'm here. I'm here. All right, highly fuckable. <laughs> so you're saying you are DTF? Wow. Oh, since the I beginning, I will, I will drop trow in less than five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love that it. For I you. love it. Yes, yeah. thank you. Thank you for supporting the um, exploits. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Um, so that was one thought that I had. Another thought that I had, just specifically for this season, because I don't think it's unwarranted that Mariah is getting heat for like being so close to someone who's not in the U.S. Alliance. And I know it's different for Michelle because we've talked about how like, Michelle and Jay seem to be like the leaders of this alliance, so like they can kind of do whatever they want. But Michelle was in this relationship with Callum, and 
he wasn't in the U.S. alliance, and nope, there was nothing, down. nothing, nobody cared. And I, I, I there, it was funny because there was a point where Mariah and Michelle, in this intense conversation they had about deals that Mariah, you know, was trying to make to save James, uh, Michelle was calling her out on it, and Mariah, like her response to Michelle was like, "Well, wouldn't you do this for Jay?" and Michelle didn't really care, whatever it was, blah, blah, blah. But I really wish that Mariah had said, like, listen, if Callum was still here and he was in danger, wouldn't you be doing this for him right now? Like, yeah. because that I feel like is way more comparable. Like, you're, you were both in relationships with people that are not in your alliance. Why is it okay for you to protect Callum, but not for me to try to protect James? Um, the only thing about that, though, is that I think that Michelle is so cutthroat that if push. <laughs> If Bush came to show, I'm not sure she would protect Callum. Like, I, I would have been interested to see how that played out later in the game. You know, because yeah. it was safe and easy to try and protect him early on. Like, once you get a little bit deeper, I think that Michelle is selfish enough. And I'm not saying that's necessarily wrong, right? Because we're playing a game. Um, but, like, I don't know. I think she would yeah. drop Callum like a hot potatoes. Yeah, no, you're right. You're yeah, right. I think, I think I mean, it's 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 definitely possible. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely possible. I also have to say during these episodes, like my opinion, my opinion of Michelle on the challenge dropped even a little further when we found out that it was it's her it's her fourth season and she's never even been in a final. Like she's never that's, been in that's a final. not a good track record for you. Right? Like, what are you talking about? Everyone's like, Oh, Queen Michelle, oh my god, she's so amazing on Survivor. And it's like yes. she's never been to a final. Like, stop acting like she's some challenge queen. She's not. So I don't right. know why she's the voice of this season. Why is she narrating every single move? Literally, we're seeing the whole season through Michelle's so, eyes. Yeah. Right. And that, that's why, like, what, I don't want to jump the gun, but, like, that's why I absolutely assumed that we were getting chaos on the Laurel Pole. Because I was like, that that's it. That's why we got so much of Michelle in the beginning. Because she's out at the halfway point. Right. And I was right. like, at that point, I could accept being, like, just cramming. Michelle Fitz down my throat. Sure. You know, I, I will say as, as a result of her shenanery <laughs> this <laughs> week, I unfollowed her. I'm done. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Matt, I actually I, <laughs> Matt, Matt Blevins just exited the chat. <laughs> like a knife I, to the heart. I, I literally I picked up my phone, I typed her name and I said, <laughs> as if she gives two shits what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah. Oh she God, sucks. she sucks. Oh man, wow, poor wow, Michelle. Wow. Poor Michelle. And Matt, if you're not tolerating it, that means you're not watching it, and you're not watching with an unbiased eye. Um, just saying. <laughs> you're damn right. You're damn right. Your full named him. <laughs> That's right. My full government Ooh. name. <laughs> my full government name. Oh man. Okay, That's right. I'm not saying I back winners. <laughs> I just back decent people. <laughs> yeah. One of them. Okay. Thank you. So we had Kylan. So true. And James going into elimination. Um, Kyler on the pod, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see Kylie's face. I need to give good opinions. Yeah. There you go. Always has there good takes. Go. Honestly. Yeah. Ky Kyler. Yeah. Kyler. Talk to us. Talk to us. <laughs> um, but so yes, we had we had Kyland and and James going into the arena. 
potentially facing elimination. Um, and our champ for this first elimination was Darrell. I was really happy to see Darrell back. I, I really Darrell. was happy. I love Darrell. Yeah. He is just yeah. such a sweet man. I love him. Uh, and you know what? I, I feel like because he hasn't won in a while, right? But he's still a legend. And I feel like it, it's very cool to me that Darrell is still the only player. Yeah. Bananas has won his seven championships. CT has won his five, but no one can ever take away from Darrell that he is the only person to win four straight championships. And mm -hmm. that's just awesome to me because I feel like Darrell is the kind of person that we may not see for that much longer. I think he'll be back, but I don't think we're going to get that much more Darrell. And I feel like that's a big thing for him to be able to claim is that he won four championships in a row, which I think is a yeah. huge deal. So always happy to see Darrell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um it was funny because you know the the contenders in the game have been speculating a lot lately about which champs are going to come in and we saw michelle freaking out about laurel at one point um you know but in this one mariah was very happy to not see bananas and like it's funny to me because do you think that like production is kicking themselves a little bit being like <laughs> damn we should have made bananas one of these champs <laughs> <laughs> you know, like to actually get in there. I, I don't know. I'm actually happy that Bananas is not in this. I all, honestly am too. Yeah, I mean, I love him. Like, I, don't get me wrong. Oh no, yeah, I don't disagree. I don't. Out. <laughs> I I didn't yeah, need to see. Enough. I didn't need to see Bananas here. But I'm just okay. thinking. I'm just wondering if they're thinking now. Oh, kick, every right, themselves? right. Every champ is coming in talking like about. Like I feel like production has fabricated so much of this. Like, I feel like I had to know that's where it was going at least a little. I don't know. Well, fabricated what exactly? The drama surrounding bananas on this season. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like because, to, you know, Kyle's point earlier, I feel like people are telling vets as they're coming in, like, hey, this is like a big point of contention. Like, make sure that you make Mariah feel like shit about this. You know, like, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, it, it feels it feels and that's, yeah. it does feel and that's fake. that's fair, which makes me wonder if production is now saying like it would be awesome if after all these times that all the champs are calling out Mariah for this whole breaking up the relationship of bananas, if he was like the last one to come in. You know what I mean? But I'm sure yeah, that bananas was I mean, busy with his uh his schedule of house of villains and traitors <laughs> and all that. Every reality show on right, Earth. <laughs> with everything literally everything else. I think the only other thing with bananas is that like I don't know how much more of him we're going to really be seeing on the challenge as his age advances. Um, and the fact that like, we do have such a wonderful record on the challenge, like seven wins. Um, we're only going to be really doing things. We're actually going to properly expand our brand. Right. And like being on the challenge 39 as a mercenary, if I lose that, that's a blemish on my resume. Um, I think we only got him on the challenge USA too, because we got to see vets, for the first time in the challenge USA, and that was like CBS. But even that, I remember there being a whole thing in the poly elimination about like, oh, like his body is like not keeping up. He's in pain. He doesn't look like, like he he was like dangerously close right, to losing he, that elimination because yeah, and they he, he's kept getting talking older. about his age. Yeah, right. He's getting older. Um, this is also an interesting conversation here because like Kyler, Kyler is saying that CT will be last based on the next on. I'm not getting that impression. I'm getting the impression I think that. CT is I think next. CT is next. Yeah, I think CT is oh, next. Oh, that's not the impression I got. <laughs> oh, it's not because he mm -hmm. was dragging that um uh, that spiked ball on a stick. Mm. 
And we know that he's coming in with that. And that's kind of what the next on was implying. And like, honestly, that's not really how I want it to go because I know that Brad is still waiting in the wings. And like, if you're going to round out these legend mercenaries and like Brad is the last male, no disrespect to him, but he should not be the final act after CT. I was under the impression um, we were getting Kara next. I hope I would love to see Kara next. That's only if they double up on ladies, though. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. No, it wouldn't be. No, the and also, no. to be fair, we haven't lost anybody in these last two episodes. It doesn't really matter. Right. So asked, you know? literally none of it means anything. So it would make <laughs> more sense, like, at, at least to get another male. Because of the mercenaries and, like, legends announced, like, there was two men and only one female left. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. So, I, like, um, I see... So the next episode title, which has already been released for the January 3rd episode, is A Legend Returns. Mm -hmm. And so I could see that going either way. I don't think that Brad, I think Brad is out to me. Because I as much as I love Brad, right, I yeah. <laughs> as much as I love I Brad. Brad out. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like if you're going to, and I love Kara, in my mind, she is a legend. But if you're going to use the title of an episode as A Legend Returns, no, yeah, that's... that that to me has to be CT. I, I think. Like, like, what are you gonna what are you gonna name the episode that CT actually comes back in? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I, I don't I don't know. I could be totally wrong. It could be Kara. It could. But be it's, Kara I feel like it's also. definitely she not Brad. Absolutely is a legend. But like, I because of the dragging of the the ball. On I the actually stick, didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah that that was like the comment, and like we or have already seen CT carrying that. So yeah. like. So that's the only reason why I think it's CT. Um, but oh, I think that that's sense. like a little disrespectful to him because <laughs> Brad is not the main male main event. It makes sense to me the order in which the females went. Um, yeah. Yes. I guess we'll see. I still put Laurel above Kara, but because we haven't seen Kara in so long, I think that is what makes her. I feel appearance. like her coming back is such a big thing. Right. Absolutely. Know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I could, and that's I. I could almost see Kara being the last one. I almost think it's more likely that we get like a CT than a big return for CT. Get a little bit of a decline for Brad, and then men. and Kara's the mm. you know the last one where it's like Kara has now returned, and we're going to be getting her not on ju just this season, but she's coming back, you know, for everything. You know, like, um, I was but. secretly hoping for like a double, like two men and two women leaving at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, that would have been super delicious to me. Um, yeah. People. But, okay, let's, we haven't even gotten through the first elimination yet. So let's, <laughs> <laughs> so in this elimination, uh, Darrell came out, he pulled Kylan's uh, poll, and it was, uh, so we had uh, Kylan versus Darrell. And um, the elimination was called Firewalker. Um, so basically, we had these two big platforms suspended above the ground. Um, each of these platforms had six kind of branches. And at the end of each branch was this fire bowl. There was also a flamethrower that was aimed at each platform. Um, and the players had to stand in the center of the platform and kind of maneuver it, move it around so that each of these fire bowls would be lit. And whoever lit the six fire bowls, uh, the fastest they would win um did you like this elimination did you like this at all what'd you think i liked it yeah 
We've never seen this or anything like this before, right? Never seen it. It was fun to look at. Um, the exploding flames were a good time. Um, you know, good good on you for production. It wasn't just a flame being lit. We got to see some sparks. You know, that was exciting. <laughs> oh, how the jets? How the jets? How the jets doing? I don't know. I don't know how to turn off certain notifications because I don't get jets notifications on here. Um, I keep saying, "Stop talking to me." I only, <laughs> but it, ESPN doesn't care. Um, actually yell like, at your phone stop talking to me every time alone. It goes <laughs> um, but like it, it was weird as a viewer because you really don't know like who's doing better in a situation like this other than like the tally that's coming up um, that's like, my issue with eliminations like these I, I don't yeah, really like, know how we're doing Right. I don't really know what you're up against. It's kind of hard for me to understand what your struggles are. It did look difficult. I would imagine that I would definitely have a hard time <laughs> with this, but um, but it also was fun in the same regard because that means anyone could win, right? Because I don't really know what you're up against and I've never seen this challenge before. So who knows? Um, yeah. But my guy did it. Yeah, Kylan wins. He saves the money. So we're still at $366,000 for the overall prize pot. Um, and uh, yeah, Darrell, of course, always gracious, even in defeat. Um, but Kylan takes it. He stays in the house. Uh, and then TJ immediately tells us that it's not time for bed. You got to get ready for a challenge. Uh, and we had a nice nighttime challenge, uh, which I, I loved. I love having these, these kind of curveballs thrown in. Listen, I was really excited about a spooky challenge. We saw the whole aesthetic. I was like, yes, I love this. I'm so excited. And then it was an eating challenge. And you know how I feel about the eating challenges. I immediately felt deflated. I am upset. I did not enjoy this. I did and not have was, a good time. I did feel like this was pretty tame, though, as as uh, as far as bad, many eating challenges go. Bad. Um. Yeah, I just I don't know. I thought I thought this was fun. I thought I loved like the setting, the way everything looked. No, aesthetically, um, this was for me. Yeah, <laughs> and I also did like the the multiple stages. You know, this again, I would have liked to see teams pick differently. It was yet another challenge where we had random selection for teams. Whatever you want to you know think about that. Um, but I, I liked that we had, you know, a trivia component and then having to carry these boxes back and then get this code and then the eating began. So I liked how there were multiple like kind of stages in the challenge itself. Yeah, I liked um, everything until we got to the vomiting sounds. <laughs> yeah, this was the banquet of champions. I actually wanted to ask you guys, get your opinion. What did you think of the things that they had to consume? Like where, what was the worst thing? What was the one thing that you would have maybe tried to do? Like, how did you rank these? We had, so just to go over them, we had brain soup. We had skin and colon stew. We had boar snot and ear and a spicy surprise, which was a, a very interesting drink. Um, so of those four dishes, what would you have, like, how would you rank those? What would be the, the first one you would try to like the one that you're like, no, do not give that to me. Um, I think I'm totally here for the brain soup. I um, agree. I agree. Actually, I totally agree. I'm with you on that. I don't know if I can bring yeah. myself to do any of it. Oh my right, god! Because it's I so feel bad. like the chunks I saw in there were light. I feel like that's something that I it, could probably just like just slam my tongue in the roof of my mouth yeah. on and just like it down almost it down it. go 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 go. Um, the brain soup. God. The brain soup to me almost looks like kind of like a lentil soup. 
honestly. Yeah, it, it looked lentily. And the fact that Berna co-signed on it, she goes, I eat that all the time. That's mad good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, girl, I get it. Like, I think I'd be okay with the brain soup. Um, I think the next thing for me would be- You didn't the, um, tell me what it was. Like, just don't, like, if you just put it in front of me and didn't tell me what it was, maybe I could be on board with that one. But because I know what it is, I'm not doing it. But that's well, so much so of the fun is knowing that what yeah, you're eating. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I hear you on that. That definitely does add something else to it because it's not like a mystery meat, right? Like I know yeah. what's going on here. But like, I guess what would comfort me is knowing that people in other countries do eat this without an issue. On purpose. That means, <laughs> you're right. Like people will go to a restaurant and order this for $4.99. So it's like, what am I, like, just get it down. Now they, that um the skin and colon thing, I guess that would probably be next because oh. I definitely couldn't do the snout you know, and that spicy surprise, just like a mouthful of oil and spices. Y'all know I can barely stomach the mild sauce at the Taco Bell. No, see, that, like, that, that one would be my, I'd be like, give me the spicy one. I, I'll do that and nothing ooh, else. I'll take I it. Don't know. I'll do it. Fine. I don't know. <laughs> see, Kyla yeah. said that, um, you know, they had the cow intestine soup in Romania. Probably not yeah. that bad. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think I, I get it. Just knowing soup. what it is. Didn't, uh, now, in 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 the you know the beloved movie Clue, wasn't Miss Peacock's like favorite dish uh, monkey brains or something like that? You know, like it was like a monkey brain something. Yes, yes, yeah. This is my favorite dish. Oh, I know, madam. Hail's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Don't worry, Gina. I did not put together a vomiting montage. Really? I literally, I saw it come up and I was mentally preparing myself for tonight yeah, yeah. all day. Because I, 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 boo, oh my God, I'm boo, so happy. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to pretend, I wanted to pretend like it was like, you know, oh, it's the holidays. So I thought I'd give you Is a break. Is it my birthday even? But, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's really more, it's really more that I was just too lazy to actually make it. So right. no vomiting montage. It's Christmas. Um, we tired. We tired. Uh, yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired. We tired. Um, but in this one, uh, we had the winning team was Corey, James, Mariah, and Colleen. Um, they were the winners of this, so they were all safe. Um, and they decided that they were going to nominate Raven to go into elimination. Um. Mariah wanted to say Berna. Now, this was one thing that I thought was interesting because Mariah has been putting her game on the line a lot for James. Mariah made it very clear that she wanted to say Berna's name for elimination. Um, but we saw, you know, her team kind of push back on that. Corey and they wanted to say Raven. Not. Yeah. Corey wanted to say Raven. Zara went along <laughs> with that, right? Uh, wait, no, not Zara. Was it? Colleen went along with that. Uh, Colleen went along with saying um, Raven's name. And James, who's supposed to be Mariah's number one that she's been looking out for and protecting, didn't really didn't really fight for it. Just kind of said, yeah, sure, Raven. <laughs> so I like um, it. Yeah, yeah. But what do you think, though, about this? Like, is Mariah throwing her game away for someone that doesn't even really <laughs> have her back as much as she thinks anyway? Oh, so I didn't shock, think about it that shock, way. surprise, surprise. <laughs> Wow. I didn't think about it that way. Um, I would still say no, though, because like that wasn't a mark against her personally. It was because what he actually said was, I don't really care. All of these people that you're mentioning are people who voted for me to go in. So I don't really give a damn where we land. 
Like, I do think in a situation like that, throwing your hands up and saying, I don't really care where it goes is a little bit different than steering the conversation to target a specific person. So it's like, how can yeah, you Yeah, no, I hear that. You know, and it's like, I'm not really working against you, Mariah, but I'm just saying like, you know what, in this situation, what is my best move here? I think James is actually kind of smart in this moment. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's bad for his do one. Yeah, it's just do whatever. And like Mariah, like, right. It would be better for Mariah to have a better pulse on what's going on, like socially, to put forth a name that might be received better. Right. You know, I like just, if, if you knew better where people were standing, you maybe you wouldn't have even suggested this. Right. I just I don't think it was bad for for James's game. I don't think he made a you know that people are coming after him anyway. His alliance has been decimated. But I but I think for Mariah, I might you know like you said, I would definitely take a step back and kind of reassess who I'm targeting maybe. But also maybe reassess like people in my alliance don't love that I'm super tight with James, and if he's not going to back me up when I say a name and two other people say a different name. Is it worth it for me to continue to protect him as much as I am? You know what I mean? I know he's a number for her, but like, I don't know. It's just interesting to me that like the first chance that James got, like, if you're really that tight, if you really think you can trust James that much, he should have stood up and been like, no, I'm with Mariah and I want to say Berna. I don't want to say Raven. Hmm. So if he's not going to do that, is it worth it for Mariah to like kind of like, risk these relationships we had we just saw mariah have a, this intense conversation with michelle about making you know deals for james to try to save him and stuff like that like if if that person's not going to back you up when you have to nominate someone for elimination like what are you doing <laughs> you know like, yeah, right, she's burned I, every other number she has yeah i do i hear that too i hear that too i guess it'll be interesting to see how that one plays out because you know, in so many of the conversations we've had before, certainly about other games and shows that we watch, like you also don't want to attach your cart to a horse that could be going down, right? You don't want to just blindly just say like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Um, I'm riding with you because like, I like to have sex with you. That doesn't always turn out right. And it's like, you know, James, if you remember from the Challenge UK, he went out un- ceremoniously yeah. um this he fell from the sky and like hit the water so hard he was super super bruised and didn't even really get to play this is the first time we're seeing him after that flarn and it's like so uh, am i really going to make every single decision based on this girl that i only met two weeks ago yeah ah uh, i don't know you know thank you for your support i'm not going to work against you but that doesn't mean i'm going to make every decision with you right it's just it, it's interesting to me though because we feel like i feel like in this is. in this scenario like mariah feels like the one that you're talking about like does james want to attach himself to this you know ship that's already sinking but mariah is arguably in a much better position yeah. right but you know what i mean but like mariah is arguably in a much better position than james because she has more allies in there which is what's well, weird to me yeah, arguably is really the not, operative word there because well, I'm not yeah, really maybe, so sure that she's in such a secure spot. You know, well, maybe for not, not for much longer. Well, not anymore. Like right, not right. for not. May, right, maybe not for much longer. But but that. But you you know what I'm saying is like James's alliance has been decimated. Like he should be right. the one whose ship is sinking. 
And it feels like Mariah is like turning it on its head where it's like now James has to decide, do I want to attach myself to that sinking ship when it's really James, the, the one who's, who should, whose ship should be sinking? I I, yeah, I love that. And I think that's actually the, the beauty of this game because, because, because no one has really gone home. The game has not shifted that much. Um, but the game has shifted in terms of who do I feel safe with? Who do I trust? And like, how, how do I move going forward? And because of the moves that Mariah has been making, <sighs> yum. Oh my gosh. It's just so interesting to get into, you know, because the game hasn't really shifted and people have not gone home. So the moves that Mariah is making is based on the thought that other people would be leaving. Right. So like we really should have been down to 14 at this point and we're not was still at the same 16. So like, is she still making good decisions when people aren't leaving here? Um, Cause you're burning bridges and you're getting no return. Like a lot of the times when we see socially that we say like, all right, I want so-and-so to go, whether they go or not, obviously it's better if your target goes right. But if they don't, someone else did. And there's always a little bit of a shift. There's a window for you to kind of get in. Um, and kind of either repair something or like maybe make something new up. Um, you don't get that if no one leaves. Um, mm -hmm. Now, is yeah. that Mariah's fault? Well, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because she knows that in this stage of the game, in this chaos phase, um, it's certainly possible that people don't go. And you do have to keep that in mind also. Um, and I think that also speaks to the fact that these people don't have any experience. Um, they don't know what they're doing. Um, they're not planning properly. Yeah. Um, what are the comments here? Let's see. Yeah. Kyler had this comment uh, about Mariah. She's playing her own game. She's actually killing it. She's managed well, to be in an alliance, even though everyone knows she, uh, she has her own plan. She watched and learned that first season. And then Kyler followed that up with by, uh, by saying like Bessie might have accidentally brought on a woman who is better at this than him, which is hilarious. I love you know, that. <laughs> yeah, these are very strong statements to be making when we still have 16 people left. Um, I, we're going to have to see, again, we have to see how this one plays out because like, we are definitely seeing some seeds being sown for a distrust in Mariah. Um, and with 16 left, that's not a good time for that. Um, that the, the, Not exactly crops that I want to reap. Um, so like, I'm concerned. I'm definitely concerned. Fessy might have accidentally brought a woman who is better at this than him in Kyler. Because Fessy <laughs> almost always makes it to the final. He has a lot of social blunders, but he still gets there, whether it's competition based or whatever little strands he can hold on to socially, but he does get there. Um, Mariah has just gotten to us. She got to one season when she was partnered with him. So we're really ready to say, uh, is that the basket you want to put all your eggs in? You got 12 eggs. <laughs> you want to put all 12 in Mariah basket? I'm just saying, like, let's just see. She could be around for a while. I'd love to be proven wrong. I think that's a very interesting conversation. But until then. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like... we'll see. You know, it's possible that my queen, Mariah, could win this whole season. She's yeah. still in there. So, I mean, anything is possible. But I'm saying, like, you know, you have less eggs than you have contestants. So <laughs> <laughs> you only get a dozen. Oh, man. But so, okay. 
Raven gets uh, gets chosen to go to the arena. Um, deliberation, very short. No votes. Zara decides to put herself in, nominate herself. Um, everybody, of course, goes along with it because it means that no one else has to worry about going in. So it's Zara and Raven having to go down to the arena. What do you think about uh, about Zara's play here? Do you think that was a smart move? or I just don't understand why. Like, I don't get why you would willingly want to put yourself in that position. I think she probably thought that she was being voted in no matter what. I mean, obviously, there were there were people. We saw Horacio and some other people saying that they wanted to vote in Berna, I think, over Zara. But I think Zara probably assumed that she was just going in anyway. So why don't I just own it? And maybe it'll buy me some points with people later because I'm kind of throwing myself out there. Um, that's my only thinking for why she might have, you know, thrown herself in. But I don't know. Um. Yeah, I think I kind of agree with that um, because it, it does shift the energy on your nomination. Um, if you're kind of getting a whiff that you're going to be going in and like if you self-nominate, then it's like, okay, well, I can now kind of convince myself that I made this decision and I can get my adrenaline up. Like I'm ready to go instead of feeling what it would feel like that everyone else put me in. I feel like I kind of took charge or something. Um, but before we got to that point, that ABC party, I, oh, I, am I the only yeah. one that's not tired of the way that Michelle speaks to people? She's like, well, I don't really know how you get out of this, you know, because, you know, this is what you're up against. And it's like, I can't wait for somebody to fucking throw her in. And I want to see her fucking face when she goes down there and gets sent home with her big eyes. Always, she's always like telling everybody else what they need to be scared of. And like, oh, I don't know. I think, I think you're, I think you're being put up against the wall. I, th- I don't know. I don't know. This is your David and Goliath moment. It's like, I'm just so sick of her speaking with such entitlement and based on what, as Gina says, she never even made a final. Like, so what are you talking about? Like, I am just so sick of her. I can't wait for everything to go wrong. I just can't wait. Damn. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I also like in during that party, I was getting so annoyed at production too, because it's like, you can't tell me that she just woke up today and decided, oh, what if Laurel's going in? And now all of a sudden, every play that she's making is like related to what if Laurel shows up? Like obviously production tipped her off that Laurel was coming. So she was right. making all of her pitches based on that. Like, <sighs> I don't know I why don't we know. have so much focus on this about like, what, like, we haven't heard anybody say, well, what if it's this person? What if it's that person? No, we have, and we have, no, we like have. This. Not like this. Listen, listen, you got, okay. You start seeing the champions come in. I listen, I, I don't disagree with you guys that production pulls shenanigans. I don't. But we just saw in the last episode, Mariah freaking out about is bananas coming in? Oh my god, I think it's gonna be bananas. So like it's it doesn't it, it doesn't like shock me that Michelle is gonna be like, oh, could it be Laurel now? Could it be Laurel? Like I, it doesn't not shock wrong, me. But it did feel like there was a lot of focus on Laurel. Like there was absolutely no question in my mind that I was seeing Laurel at the end of this episode. There was no but, question. But- Okay, and I get that, but we also know the cast list, so we know ahead of time we that Laurel do, is I, coming in. I think that even for the faux relationship with Mariah and Bananas, as many times as we've heard his name come up, episode to episode, Laurel's name came up so many times with Michelle in this one episode that it was like, if I wasn't convinced that they are stacking the the, the um whatever polls 
what do you even call those? I don't even know what those little things are like little anvils on a stick. I don't know. Everything's on a stick. <laughs> but I, I was absolutely convinced that everyone was going to say chaos. Yeah. Because I just thought that all everything was pointing towards that. Well, I do um, have I a, I do have a disappointed that it wasn't stacked that way. Well, I do have a tweet to share later when we get to this elimination, by the way, uh -huh. um, about this and, and some of the shenanigans that we talk about and stuff like that. So when we get I, there, I had a feeling one of you was going to pull this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had Raven and Zara chosen to go into the arena. Um, and of course, Laurel was the champion that was brought out. I did. I will say I loved how much Michelle was sweating during this moment because Laurel specifically was like, "Yeah, that girl in the in the purple jacket right there. Yeah, if we have if I get chaos, it's her." Um, and you could see Michelle just absolutely freaking out, which I love. Full blown panic attack. Like she was yeah. not having a good time. Which also does sort of suggest to me that maybe there was some production interference to kind of like spice this moment up, you know? Because like the girl in the purple jacket, that's not Laurel. That is not Laurel. She didn't even remember this bitch's name. <laughs> because Laurel would have just been like, Michelle. Like, that's old school Laurel. Like, Laurel would not be questioning what your name is. Like, she I don't think she was questioning it, though. I think she was just kind of skirting around it. I don't you think, think she was like. Cute? You think she was being Yeah, that's yeah. not the Laurel I remember. I just remember well, Laurel being well, like, so Laurel... old bar, like, no punches drawn. Like, <laughs> sure, know? sure. Yeah, but I, I almost think it, it makes Michelle sweat even more by not specifically calling out, calling her out. Oh, just okay, being like, okay. just being like, oh yeah, you see that girl over there in the purple jacket? Yeah. If I get chaos, that's who I'm calling out. Like, it almost makes it like you don't even want to say her name, you know, like because she doesn't even deserve it because she threw. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what, like that's how I that's how I viewed okay. it. All right. Um, okay. but Laurel, Laurel actually tweeted about this. This is what I was just talking about that I had. Um, oh, she, tweet? she tweeted, she said, I just want to say, this is how, you know, the challenge is not rigged. I told every producer what I wanted and who Ooh. I wanted to go against all the rest of the girls. I had no desire to ruin their experience. <laughs> I saw that and was like, damn, <laughs> I had no desire to ruin their experience. <laughs> so. I, I mean, I'm with you. I know. Right. I'm with you yeah. guys. Like, I, I totally agree that sometimes production steps in and makes things happen that they want to see happen, that they think that the audience wants to see happen. But, like, I think sometimes that we, that some of the things we second guess just actually happened. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, All right. okay. and, and I do think that I wouldn't have minded if production rigged this because I would have loved to see Laurel call Michelle down. I was disappointed. It didn't happen. And I don't think that production would have wanted us to be disappointed. So like, I don't, there's a lot of things that I think, you know, might be played around with, but I feel like there's a lot of things that we might think are rigged that actually aren't. Okay. All right. I can accept that this one time, but I still got my eye on the begins. <laughs> um so yeah of course laurel did not pull chaos she pulled raven's name which meant zara after throwing herself down was off the hook and uh we had laurel versus raven in chain reaction that was the name of this elimination um basically there were these two pyramids with a chain running through each the players had to pull the chains through the pyramid as fast as they could to get to a code. 
uh, along these chains, there were different, you know, color combinations and things like that. And once they got to the the end with it, where the code was, they had to use this code to unlock a box behind a pegboard. Um, inside the box, there were these different color pegs, and then they had to sort of recreate the combination of colors in their pegboard that appeared on the chain that they'd pulled through the pyramid. So they had to go in order, figure out each color one by one. Mm. Um, what did you think about this uh, elimination? Did you like this one? I actually did like this one. I feel like Kyle clearly has a different opinion, but. <laughs> I mean, I liked it up until the end. Like, you know, I think we have discussed this too about like, you know, the um, audience interference and like. That usually, I can't stand. Like, yeah. Well, see, I, I, I've always had mixed feelings on that because that certainly has been like a thing in the challenge. But in this situation, I, I don't feel like it's as fair, you know, because this is not. Even if you don't want Raven to win, you want Raven to win because we're keeping the ten thousand dollars. Right. Like, I think that it's interesting if, like, if John and Gina are down in the sand together, and somebody is shouting like for one of you to win, then it's like, okay, um, that means you you played a strong enough social game that I want to root for you. Like, there's a reason for the rooting. Like, that means you put in some work behind the scenes. I I, I can kind of get behind that. Like this has nothing to do with Raven per se. And like my, my biggest issue with this is that now you've helped her. And like now people are saying, oh, wow, you took down Laurel. No, she didn't. Laurel lost, but it's not because Raven won. Like, yeah, she won, but she didn't beat you, you know, because this was literally the, the majority of the cast and Raven against her. And then for and TJ to say at the end of it that she was only one peg off, if somebody was even just giving her a smidge of help, Laurel would have gotten this. Raven had a whole bunch of different things to be moving around. She needed everybody to walk her through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. and it's like that, that's that not exciting like, to me. That was confusing to me too, because to your point, like regardless of whether you like Raven or not, her going home means she's taking money out of the prize pot with her. So obviously I would assume everybody in there is going to want her to win. But and I can't remember if it was Ed or if it was Asaf who said it in like one of the confessionals. But like Kyland was the first one that was really vocal about trying to help. It was, Ed, it was Ed. It was Ed. It was Ed. And he was like, oh, well, now I see who Kylan's, you know, alliance is towards. Now I see like who he's rooting for and who he's trying to work with. And it's like. How no. do you get that from what's happening here? He's just right. trying to not lose money for his own prize pot. Like mm -hmm. that that to me doesn't say like, oh, well, Kylan's clearly working with Raven. Right. And even comments like that turned me off to this season just as a whole. Because these are people who are talking. They're just saying things that they've heard on prior seasons, not realizing that what they're saying doesn't actually make sense of the situation that they're in at the moment. That had nothing to do with Kylan like siding with Raven. It had everything to do with the fact that like if I win, I don't want this to be ten thousand dollars lighter. Like, I don't know. Like it's just ugh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Um, I'm ready to get out of this chaos phase. Let, let let's get back to <laughs> let's get a little bit closer to the challenge. So maybe there's some hope for enjoying this because I feel like this really took a dip. Once you started to put the vets in there, it already wasn't rating super high, in my opinion. But like, <laughs> well, it's, it's because worse. nothing's happening. Well, that's right, what's funny. Happening. That's what's funny about it, actually, though, because the reason that MTV actually rushed. Remember, they had that one night 
where they put two episodes on at once. It was in order to get to the point where yep. we had the vets coming in because yeah. the ratings were so low. And the ratings did go up once the vets came back. But yeah, I think, I, but I guess people who actually I, enjoy the game for what it is, like it's well, not I, the I, absence I, of vets that makes this no fun. It's it's you constructed right. a very bad cast. Like I'm not rooting for a lot of people. Like where like this challenge well, I don't say yeah. I never like I didn't shake a stick at that. Well, to be fair, though, I think that from the jump, before anybody knew what the format of the game was, the viewership was already low. That's why MTV was rushing to get the vets involved. Mm. But I, but, but what I'll say is that since the vets have been involved, while the 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 views seem to have jumped a little bit once they were introduced, it seems like it started to dip again a little bit since they've been introduced because of what we're talking about now, like the format of the game and just not. You know, it's just not resonating with people as much as MTV right. would like. So, um, but Raven wins, saves the money. So we two episodes that we're talking about tonight. Nobody goes home. Uh, the prize pot stays at three hundred sixty-six thousand um, dollars. And yeah, it just it does feel. I will say one interesting thing: it does feel like the, some of these alliances are shifting because we saw. Raven and Zara getting close. Horacio didn't want to say Zara's name. Narisa and Horacio are close. And we saw Jay kind of talking about how he was maybe a little bit concerned about some of this because um, maybe the U.S. alliance is not going to be so secure. You know, if you start to take some of these numbers, if there's 16 people in there and originally people were thinking there's a U.S. alliance and there's everybody else. And now you have some of the U.S. alliance members kind of shifting to other people like Raven and Horacio and Norris, and now they're talking about working with Zara, and maybe uh, Kylan is a part of that. And, you know, now all of a sudden, if you have a team challenge and these people all end up on the same team together, maybe you start seeing people like Jay and Michelle in trouble, you know? Um, that could be interesting to me. I want to see Michelle in trouble so bad. Because yeah. you know the second she's in hot water, the, the woman spirals, and she just becomes completely undone. Um, and I can't wait. Yeah, I, can't I agree. Wait. I agree. And I feel like we saw um, on the next on, it looked like Michelle was being accused of potentially sabotaging the next Daily Challenge for whoever she's working with. Mm -hmm. um, so that could be interesting. Um it looked like Colleen was talking to Emmanuel about possibly making a big move and him kind of warning her, like, just be careful. So, like, I wonder what she's thinking. Um, she's somebody that could kind of shift away. She knows that she's been, at, you know, she was working with the U.S. Alliance, but knows that she's at the bottom. So maybe she shifts away. Uh, you know, that, that could be something to look for. Um, and then, of course, one of the biggest uh, challenge champions that we, uh, we have in the game is supposed to be coming in next time. So we'll see who that is. I'm thinking CT. I feel like it's CT just because of the ball on a stick or the I mean, that's mace, totally fair. <laughs> as I was corrected, but I enjoy ball on a stick much better. <laughs> the ball on a stick. The ball I like on it. A stick. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Is there anything else from these episodes? I felt like there was... So, we, we, uh, so I, I figured when, when we started, I was like, let's talk about the two daily challenges and the two eliminations and then we'll talk about everything else but i felt like we kind of kind of you know got into pretty much everything as we were talking about those well because like you said when we first started it was like a lot happened but also nothing happened at the same time so like yeah right. okay well 
there are a couple of things though i think that could be fun to discuss like one thing that i was thinking about was the whole michelle and berna thing um berna seems to feel like she is like best friends with michelle but michelle is clearly more aligned with olivia narice mariah you know like what do you think about berna here i feel like she's had a rough go berna, this whole episode was just not having a good time <laughs> they do not like her in there i think that berna unfortunately is just there's a there's a just a cultural difference here. She's used to interacting with people who are a little bit more straightforward, people who don't lie as much. So let's not forget that Berna is no stranger um, to games like this. You know, Berna has played um, Survivor Turkey, I believe, three different times, and now she's going to be on Survivor like Turkey All Stars or something like that. So like she's going to play again. I actually like, don't remember. I didn't realize she had played that many times. Oh yeah, Berna is no one to be shaking a stick at. Like she ain't she ain't nobody's rookie. All right, so she's done done this a few times um and like she, she's a favorite over there and it's because of the way that she is because she's so straightforward because she is you know what she is i just don't think it translates in this game as well that's not how these people are used to playing um i can't co-sign all of her behavior with the whole horacio Norris thing and like them in the room but i also could see being turned off to it so what don't i like about Bruna's behavior the fact that i wouldn't do it myself or that i actually didn't like it um yeah that was that was a, a bit of a messy one because it's like i can totally see both sides of this so right, easily I can. so it's like i don't know where i really stand on that but. right I, I still lean more towards horacio and Norris being like sorry like this is the challenge this is what we're doing and this is what we do on this show but like i want to win this game and if you're going to keep me awake i'm gonna have a problem with that yeah um, so well, I, yeah, I what did you think though because she did the same thing to raven and emmanuel who i think were in a different room than where bernard was sleeping what do you think about that <laughs> Yes, but her reasoning for that was also different, which, like, again, I can also still see both sides of it, of, like, why that's annoying and why she's, like, acting the way that she's acting. But, like, at least in that, she was like, I know him and he has a girlfriend, so I want to stop him from making a bad decision. But also, girl, that ship has sailed a long time ago. <laughs> right. That ship definitely has sailed. But as a friend, like, I could imagine, like, let's just say, like, I was playing the challenge or any, any other show and, like, John was there and he's he has a girlfriend at home and he's sleeping with this one, sleeping with that one. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like you or you did enough. Right. Damage. No, I totally see Stop. where she's coming from on that. Right. One. Yeah. So I like I kind of like I get that one too. It's like even though that ship has sailed, we don't need to put another ship in the water. Like just enough. Everybody's docked. Stop it. Deal with the ones that are out there at sea. Get them back home before we launch another ship. <laughs> you know, I love my metaphors. I'll run into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like that one I felt a little bit better about. The one with Horacio and Norris, it's like, uh, I mean, that's not fair. Because your what your main objection is what noise and you don't want to hear those things. It's like, well, what if you snored? People would have to put up with that. Um well, and, and even in there, there's an argument to be made. Um could you go I, to Norris's room? Just like being in the room, <laughs> like not even right. like noise necessarily. Just like I don't want to be here for this. <laughs> right, right. It, it, well, Norris seemed to say like this is this is his room too about Horacio. So I'm wondering like where does Norris sleep? Could they just go in there? I don't right. Know. Why can't Horacio go to your room? Like why do you have to be here then? 
Yeah. Because like, where do you draw the line? Like if it's my room too, and there's something going on that I'm not a big fan of happening, like where, where do you draw the line between I'm respecting the fact that you want this to happen versus I don't want this to happen. Um, yeah. That's an impossible no, yeah. line. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I still I love agree. Berna though. I love Berna. Yeah. I love Berna too. She's had a rough go on this season. Um, she has, but she's still there. She's still there. So, um, was there anything else? Oh, the anything but clothes party. Did anybody have an outfit that you uh, you thought was the best, or did you not care no. about anything in that whole thing? Emmanuel's was fun with the blown up hands in certain spotlights. That, that was that it, was. It yeah. took me a minute to realize what was happening there, and then once I got there, I was like, "Oh, this is so stupid." <laughs> Yeah, like that. That was fun, but otherwise, it was stupid because people still had clothes on underneath anyway. People still and, had, underwear and you know, on. that was just like a thing of like, again, I, I sound like a broken record, but like you know, it was production being like throw a party. Just, just, just here's here's some stuff. Just come Make on, some do some, here's some balloons. Fun. Go do something. Here's some tape and <laughs> yeah. some balloons. Come on now. Like, yeah, fine. here's some plastic, you know, plastic tissue wrap. Bunch of leaves, like yeah. take them. Lame, lame. <laughs> But other people looked amazing. Like James, yeah, I was gonna say like uh, these people look so Mariah hot. And, well, and yeah, and they, you could, they could be wearing anything and they'd all look hot. They're really hot. But that's people. the thing. Like Horacio <laughs> would only had like some like random plastic tissue wrap around, like linked together with like some black electrical tape. Meanwhile, James, Mariah, and Zara had that amazing like sunflower thing that looked absolutely incredible some people definitely had more of a budget than others um, <laughs> so i don't know Production oh man gave their favorites like the good stuff i gotta tell you too narice <sighs> narice is so fucking hot <laughs> she's not hotter they than all james are. literally all of james them are. is out of this world um Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. That's all I have to say. It's out of this world. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I guess I guess that's it for our uh our recap of episodes ten and eleven of the challenge thirty nine. Um we've been streaming for a while, but I did I did want to ask you guys because we were we were talking about earlier about how um it's the last stream for our little podcast in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Christmas has come and gone, uh New Year's is coming up. Um so Kyle's birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> Kyle's birthday is tomorrow. Yeah. Kyle's yeah. birthday is tomorrow. Yes. Everybody watching and listening, um, you know, send birthday Kyle birthday Eve. love. Yeah, send Kyle please some do. birthday love. Yeah. His his else. his handle is right there in his little box there. It's at there I'm Kyle Petty. Um but yeah, <laughs> um, you guys have any New Year's resolutions? Have you thought about them yet? I'm joining a gym. All right, I gotta get myself in order. Um, that's it. I'm gonna get myself together. Um, but I'm waiting because I don't want to be 
back when I was on my fitness game, like years ago, when I used to go to Zumba and the gym regularly, we always used to scoff at the January gym members, yeah. right? Because they are the New Year's resolutioners, um, mm-hmm. and they are not going to be sticking with it. So I don't want people to think that that's what I am. But I also realized that not starting right away could become problematic. Um, <laughs> so um, I still think I'm going to be starting around like January 16th is when I'm looking okay. to start this, um, right after um, we celebrate the late MLK Jr. Um, <laughs> and then okay. I will attend the Planet Fitness across the street, um, which went up in price. Like, wasn't the white <laughs> card like $10 a month, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the regular one, just only going to your home club. All of a sudden, it's $14.99. They're definitely trying it for 2024. They, they hiked it up, yeah. They are, yep. They're coming for your they're coming for your coins. They're coming for your coins. Thank you, Yvette. Thank you. And thank you, Kyler. Thank you, Liz. All the birthday love. Thanks. It was a rough year. Rough year. Three addresses later. Um, we're settled. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you miss the age? No, you didn't miss the age. That is unpublished. <laughs> <laughs> Deleted Un- under published. the authority of Governor Kathy Hockle. All right, that <laughs> <laughs> um, my my age is not out there. Um, thank you, thank you. Just old. All right, O L D. Kyle. O L D. O L D. My, you know what my uh, New Year's resolution is? What's that? To go to bed earlier. Wow. Uh, if that only. counts for something. That counts for something. <laughs> Yeah, we got to keep streams to just one per night, always nine thirty. Oh, yeah. um, I am done but, with the double streams. The doubles are uh, a lot. No, <laughs> but honestly, uh, honestly though, like stream or no stream, every night, I always tell myself I'm going to be in bed by like eleven, and then suddenly <sighs> it's one in the morning, and I'm going, yep. "What time. happened?" <laughs> my my yeah. insomnia could never. <laughs> I wish it's you horrible. Luck. It's just horrible. Especially when sometimes I'm just like, all right, I am going to go to bed early. I will get in the bed, but I'll still be watching TV. Yeah. And then before I know what I look, I'm like, oh my gosh, what do you mean it's 1.15? It's like unacceptable. Oh, 1.15. Um, the amount of times that I'll look at my phone and I'm like, how is it 3.30? Like all the time. Uh, I'm just up so freaking late. I just start crying. It's like, it happens all the time. It's terrible. I don't know what this comment from Natalie means. John is going to join... <laughs> Bowie Jane, Jag, and Maddie Flatty for New Year's. I have no desire to be in the presence of any of those people on any day of the year. So I don't know what that means. Did you see that Jag is a singer? I I don't watch the video, but I saw that he posted a cover of something. He was singing um, something from Post Malone, apparently. Um, I don't really know Post Malone. Did you Um, watch it? I did watch it. I did watch it. It was. It was fine. Okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I, everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, what can't you do?" And it's like, "All right, but as as Long Island theater people, well, that's the like, thing is everyone can sing here. So like, exactly. So it's like this isn't really like, oh, okay. So you can definitely hold the tune. Like it was, uh-huh. it was certainly not bad. Um, I can see you using your platform to further this. Um, I would say definitely a little bit better than what I think Jay Maya. Put out with Sifu. Sorry, sorry. Ooh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think that was Yikes. great. I didn't think I that, that was either. great. Yeah, um, they sang Survivor. I realized it was in the middle of the night. They're probably like drinky drunkies. But like, you know, I found her to drinky be a little drunkies. pitchy. Drinky drunkies. Found her to be a little pitchy. All right, not for me, dog. 
as Randy Jackson used to say. <laughs> In that regard, I would rather jag, but um, you know. All right. Okay. Hey. That's it. Yeah. Gina, you got a, a resolution? Uh, I think my main one is just a better work-life balance because the way that if I am not here, I am working one of three jobs and I have had enough. <laughs> I hear yeah. that. That sounds terrible. Come to TD Bank. I tried. They weren't hiring, remember? <laughs> We're always hiring. Keep looking. You can't stop looking. Things happen all the time. Yeah. Um, there was one other question from Natalie who like seemingly insulted me with this comment. I don't know what this was about, <laughs> but she did ask, cause I, I actually did forget about this. Um, uh, Natalie was asking about talking about Raven getting mad when she was nominated for elimination. Any thoughts on this? I kind of, I kind of totally forgot about it. I feel like we've seen other people blow like, up when like they got nominated. So, but I was going to say, I also feel like it's kind of par for the course with Raven. Like, I feel like that's mm. just what she does. You know, so it didn't really phase me. Yeah, she's just always shouting about anything. Anytime something doesn't go her way. And that's kind of my issue with this entire cast, really, that I feel like everyone is trying to come up with these explosive fights and fights over things that don't need to be that explosive because they just want to have a storyline to have a reason to be invited back. Because I don't know why all of that energy was being directed right at Corey when there were four people that made the decision right, to yeah. put her in. And it's like, just stop. Like, she just, and then when Colleen was like, oh, well, you know, like, I, I was just one of four. She's like, well, have a voice, have a voice. And it's like, shut up, Raven, because your first, <laughs> your first introduction to us, you didn't even really play the game properly because you were so, so overwhelmed and so intoxicated by Johnny's, you know, scent or whatever that was. Remember that got Johnny, whatever his name was, um, the one that's from Love Island. What's his name? Oh, Johnny, Johnny Brooks. Yeah, him. And it's like you were so wrapped up in that. Like, oh my God, does he love me? I don't know. Does he love me? He's not spending enough time with me. And it's like all of a sudden you're like this fierce competitor that's so game minded and game focused. When people keep saying, like you're you're referring to everybody else as being flip floppy, but the reason why your name keeps coming up is because people don't trust you and they don't really know where you stand. They think that you're like a loose cannon. So it's like. Isn't that just a more of a fiery term for being flip floppy? Yeah. So I don't know. So I, I just I see everything about her irritates me really. I not like her though. Get, you do. Huh? She's enter. She's entertain. Well, just because she's entertaining to me, I'm not like I, I would. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm rooting for her. Although I am because she's on my team, even though I didn't choose her because she was one of the last two. <laughs> picks and i didn't have a pick but she's on my team so i am rooting for her but like you know it's whatever mm. i think that she's brought some entertainment she's gone to elimination a couple of times won both times whether you think they were earned or not she has gone down which is more than some other people in there can say and she's won and she did say uh with that um with that nighttime challenge right she was one of the players that uh, was on the oh no not for the nighttime challenge maybe the daytime challenge before that I think she's won four daily challenges she's won two eliminations she's been involved in a lot of drama I think she's good for reality TV so that's all okay so where do we all stand by the way with our teams not good let's see team petty is um team petty limping, <laughs> limping. <laughs> 
Um, we've taken a lot of hits. Um, yeah. I mean, I will say that Kylan, I don't know that he's really in the worst position at this point. Um, I mean, yes, people want to keep putting him in and everything, but because he won against Darrell, maybe people will leave him alone for a little bit. Sometimes when you go into elimination, people back off for a bit. Um, people are not too enthused with Berna, but like, yeah, she still wasn't really public enemy number one. Like if Zara didn't raise her hand, I still think it was kind of going that way. At least that's what the edit suggested. Yeah. Um, and as we said before, I think that Corey has really, not to quote Michelle, but he has kind of been under this kind of a rebrand. Um, and he's, he's had a good arc. Yeah, he absolutely has. Um, yeah. And no one's saying him at all, just as he said to Raven. Well, how come nobody put me in that? <laughs> yeah, know, like, yeah. yeah, there's something yeah. to be said for that. So, eh. Yeah. Uh, Gina. Still got Olivia, Horacio, Michelle, Colleen, and Ed. Not terrible. I'm not super worried about my people right now. No, no, and I don't know that you really should be. Colleen's name has come up a couple of times. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so I guess we'll have to see what happens with that. I, You know, it is also interesting to kind of kind of talk about Colleen a little bit because we knew that we came from the mole, <clears throat> Germany. But right. now that we know more about the mole, if we've watched it, we understand exactly how that game works. It certainly is worth mentioning that she was the mole and won. Right. Right. Um, right. Where, you know, our version of the mole, we did not see the mole win. Right. Um, yeah. So like that, there certainly is something to be said for that. So I'm a little bit more excited about where Colleen goes because her name has come up a couple of times, but I don't really think she's like a high, high target, depending on how these teams get split, her name could move up the list, but I don't, I still don't think if all things are considered equal, I don't think people are looking at Colleen before they're looking at like a, a Michelle or you know somebody else because like her name's coming up a lot and I think that if somebody has an opportunity they might swing, um, where they're not gonna waste, they're not gonna waste a shot on Colleen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I'm still uh, still unscathed yeah, over yeah, here. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is that is great. Um, but some of your people, their names are coming up. Their names are coming up. Let's get granular. Um, Raven. Granular. Name has already been up there. Zara has seen elimination, um, but it's like she didn't actually go into it. But it's interesting that people are talking about her, though. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Same to be said, really, for James and Mariah. Um, and depending on how their story goes, ah, they could be hot targets. They could be hot targets. Um, yeah. Jay sucks. No one's saying his name, but I wish they would. Um, I wish they would. <laughs> Jay does suck. I agree. He sucks so yeah, much. John's got Jay and Asaf, so you know Kyle loves that team. <laughs> Asaf. I will say, I, I did not pick Asaf. <laughs> I, did I not... know, I know, I know. Yeah, he was the last person left in a draft uh, where I was the last person picking, so I was just given Asaf. You and Raven. Right about that. You are right about that. Um, did you hear? So apparently, you know, Jay and Asaf, they have their own music. Oh, Are you really? Aware of this? Yes, they have their own music. Is um, it terrible? <laughs> it's not great. It is not great. Um, I was trying to see if I could find something on the YouTube of it. Um, and I, I don't see it. 
I don't see it. Uh, I saw some of this on the Instagram. Unfortunately, I did share one of their videos. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately. On, on my Instagram, but I shared it with the caption of like, I was like, I hate oh, these two. I missed two. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like it wasn't actually nice. Um, yeah, they were singing something like, I don't really give a fuck or something. Like it was just really like not good. Um, Okay. <laughs> Damn, Interesting. Well, you know, well, something else before we leave, I'm gonna have to share this now. Hold on. Uh oh. Anybody uh -oh. out there, just stick with us. Stick with us as I figure this out here. Um, All right. Well, while you're figuring it out, I have. To, we do have a couple of things to do. Um, oh. One is it's it's been a while since we streamed, so even though it's not Monday, here's this. On one Monday, Monday, Monday. That's one thing. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, oh, Kyle sharing his screen. Hold on, I'm trying to see if I can get this. There it is. All right, so it's here. All right, let me see uh -oh, if I hit play. Uh -oh, uh -oh. I know, right? Aren't you already like? It says new song is fire. Oh, that you can't see that because we're underneath it. Can we? Where can we move ourselves to make this? Okay, so it says new song is fire. You tell Thank us. You yeah, since I was a kid, I could remember that I'm not the one who deserved a win. And now I have you right beside me. Never doubt again, I'll praise the king. Try to heal myself, yeah. Try to find myself. Think I never needed faith just to save myself. But then you found me cold, and I was heading gone. And everything that I thought, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Why is this happening? <laughs> so that's what we get. You're welcome. You're welcome. That is... Uh, that certainly is a song. Is it a song or is it noise? Oof. Don't don't be talking about homework like that. That's what they call themselves. Homework. <laughs> homework Why? and work with a W. Okay? With a W. All right, so you're welcome. Glory, glory. <laughs> Kyler. I try not to, I try not to insult things I could never do better, but that is awful. I like yeah, Kyler. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, rough, it's a real rough go. It's a rough go. So, um, in case you didn't like them before, there's an, an extra. There's a new reason. Okay, thank you for that. Well, thanks for. Uh, oh, Liz says, "Yikes!" Right. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, yeah. so there you go. You're welcome. That is my there New Year's yeah. gift to you all. Thank you so. Thank a you. gift for us on your birthday yes. Eve. Yeah. You're welcome. Go out and be merry. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think that's it, right? We talked about that episodes 10 and 11 of the Challenge 39. Um, we talked about our New Year's resolutions. We saw some of the uh, the music from Asaf and Jay. Uh, we did a lot tonight. We did a lot. Uh, does anybody have anything more. else? Yeah, anything no. else for the benefit of the community? 
No. Everybody have a safe new year. Um, Use Uber and Lyft. Make sure you look out on New Year's Eve for the Uber promo codes that will usually in most of your major metropolitan areas, they will give you um, some kind of a discount code or some kind of a credit to make sure you get home safely for New Year's. Um, So keep an eye out for that. Um, That's kind of been the trend for them. So just, you know, let's go out, have a good time, but a safe time. Yes. Very good. Very good. There you go. Um, and of course, uh, we're Strat Chat, your favorite reality mm. TV podcast. That so find are. us on the socials at Strat Chat Pod on all the platforms that you you know you know enjoy being on. We're there at Strat Chat Pod, and um, you know give us a like, write a comment. We love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Throw us uh, you know a subscription or a follow. Head over to you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you consume your podcasts, and leave us a nice review. It's very helpful. For the it podcast, is. and it we is. enjoy seeing it, seeing the feedback, you know, how, what we could do better, things like that. You know, we want to, we, 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 we want to get better, you know, in the new year. We do, we do. So help us out. Keep it nice. No, we're, we're nice, we're nice, we're nice, but you know, people want to <laughs> keep it, keep it like, make us better. I want them to be nice, you know. Be nice. Yes, be nice. Um, but yes, happy new year, everybody. Thank you so much for, for tuning in. We, we love to, uh, you know, uh, have the audience that we have hear from the people that we, uh, that we hear from. So thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you in 2024 when we'll be covering a whole bunch of other shows, uh, obviously continuing the challenge 39, but everything else as well. So, uh, thank you so much and we'll see you next time. All Sounds right. Sounds great. Kyler, I'm turning 39. All right. There it is. 39. <laughs> I was told you were going to hit the exit credits as i said that so thanks for planning me <laughs> little 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 little